She's the wag. Who are you calling Dale? My strong hand. Like, this is awful. Death breath. 99% not cycle. Um, you know, we've all got that. Like, it, you know, it was a, I was a few in at this point. Oh, 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 juicy. Juicy, juicy, juicy. Then there was that little cycle of me that thought, okay, I'm going to make your life hell. He's the boy about town. We must have all been in that one relationship, right? <laughs> oh, man. What are you doing? No, let us just start the podcast first. You can't start a podcast, you on your phone. What are you doing? I'm tweeting. I've never had Twitter. Have you what? not? Nah. I don't I... like Twitter, but you know what I use Twitter for? Just to keep up with football football with oh Glenn's, you're a wag Glenn's she's the wag so it's just to keep up with the score and stuff when he plays football but no what I'm doing right now is it, this has made us really angry how are then so some lovely very pretty Twitter girl has Jesus tweeted wet. a photo with I mean her, her titties are practically out like She's holding she's, her top in a certain way. She's only covering. I could give you an example right now. She's literally using like the strap of a vest top to cover her nips, right? She's got these massive titties. And she's you tweeted know what, it. Though, my areolis or whatever they're called would, would be well, hanging mine, out. Mine would at the minute because my nipples are huge. <laughs> but um, anyway, she's tweeted this lovely photo of herself saying, if you sat next to me at the bar, what would you tell me? Glenn's football team have quote tweeted it saying, Burtley have scored within the opening five minutes of each of our league games this season and both from a Glenn Hargrave long throw. So I'm just replying to them saying, nobody's talking to this girl about Glenn Hargrave. (laughs) (laughs) They tweeted once saying... um, like quoting a tweet <laughs> saying like, who's the most likely player to go on Love Island? The answer, Glenn Hargrave. Excuse me, fiance, child <laughs> over here. He's not very likely to go on Love Island. Twats. Oh my God. I actually really like the Twitter man. He's really funny. I'll wait for my reply back. She's going to, she, you, you're going to get into some Twitter beef. Is oh, that so a I'm thing? I'm not loads of people have replied to her. Should right. Have, what else has been said on it? And see if there's anything funny on it. I've lost it. Oh, for fuck's sake. How do I, how do I get it back? You're not asking me. I've never even been on Twitter. Um, oh, here she th- is. Some of the other replies. Um, um, oh, they're really boring. Oh. Is it like pervy men saying yeah. like, oh, you're just so fucking Hi, I'm gorgeous. John. How's it going? Fuck off, John. Do you want a refill? Yeah. I tell you how beautiful you are. Ugh. They're really, really fucking boring. Right. So anyway, well moving on. Let's take a picture of me like that and put it on your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Come on, tits out. No. <laughs> oh my God! I've got a skin tag under me boob. Right? Have I ever told you? No, but I've just I've just went onto this girl's oh, Jesus. Twitter to look at more photos. Fuck me. Our titties are huge. They look big, real as well. Big titties. Oh no, no. Some pictures are You're going too fast. Dale, how how are you like Who who are you calling Dale? No, because I started two question two things in my head. Dale, when I'm like, he reads so fast. So he's like, read. And I'm like, Dilla, I haven't even read that first sentence. You know, if he's shown us something I on his phone. Read fast. It still takes me two weeks to read a book, at least. Ooh, I'm at least a month. I haven't picked up a book in a while, actually. Oh, I'm God, stressed. I, just, I really am in my reading era at the minute. Right, well, let's oh, see. We're now on Bertley. 
Let's see Bertley what Town. Bertley Twitter man comes back with. I hope it's a groveling apology for thinking that he can talk to girls about my fiance. Is Glenn <laughs> the fit one on the team? I know you're going to say yeah, but like, is there any other handsome boys? We're not allowed to say. I don't know. I don't look at other boys. Fuck team. off. <laughs> um, you can appreciate. No, there is, a good I think there is boy. actually maybe a small handful of them that are all right looking. But I mean, personally, I do think Glenn is the best one on there. What's that? Sexy you know what? Since he's had his haircut, so I've, I've talked about the haircut, haven't I? So he's fringe. had his haircut, and I, I said to him the other day, and I think it hurt him a little bit. Oh. Because Glenn gets a lot of grief when he plays football, like from the sidelines. Like if I'm ever, if I'm ever watching the football, like I have to like put my head down and pretend that I'm not his fiance. Because he gets some shit. He's just one of them. You know, he's just a dick. A wind up. I like mm-hmm. he tries to wind the other fans up and that like loves and it. And he gets some shit. Like he gets called all sorts, and it's always like your Geordie Shaw looking cut and. <laughs> Like, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, he's had his hair cut. <coughs> Obviously, it's shorter than it was. So he had, like, quite long, floppy hair. And I said to Glenn, I went, I don't think you'll get half as much grief playing football now that you haven't got the long hair. And I, was, I think he was hurt. He's heartbroken in that he's, moment. I think his heart shattered a little bit, thinking, oh, I want that. Because he, he thrives. He thrives off it. Oh, I thought I was getting a reply to the tweet there, but I am not. Anywho... Should we start the fucking podcast? Let's introduce the podcast. So, hello everybody and welcome back to Mama Social, the podcast. I am apparently psychotic, but I am Lauren. (laughs) And I am Kayleigh. I had no idea where she was going. I thought she'd forgotten her own fucking name there for a second. (laughs) I was like, Lauren? Um, Are you okay? Are you okay? Uh, How are you? Um, pregnant, shattered, overwhelmed, <sighs> too much shit to do, not enough hours in the day. I honestly Hanging feel on like by a thread. The, the older we get, the days just go so much quicker. Oh, the days do go so quick. Like, I just don't understand what I ever did with me time before I became a mum. I know. Like... Remember oh. when you were a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember like when you were an, an actual child and it was the six weeks holidays? Yeah. And those six weeks holidays would be like four months. Mm-hmm. It was the longest time. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, obviously the six weeks holidays mean nothing to me at the minute because I don't have a child that's in school or anything. Six weeks flies. Mm-hmm. Don't because I'm freaking out. Flies. Like, we've got eight weeks. It's probably a good thing when you've got kids that mm. are off school <laughs> or nursery for the six weeks. We've got eight weeks until the event, mm-hmm. and I'm freaking out. Why? Just because it's so close. <laughs> but that's that. we'll talk about that on another day and another time. Yes. Um, but... Let me just pick some dry skin out of my ear. Ugh. Right. Shall I show you it? What? What? My fingernail. Oh, God, I thought you were talking about dry skin in me, yeah? <laughs> no, You clearly. looked at it like I was going to tell you I was pregnant there. Hey, look, it started absolutely lashing down. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to quickly... Well, hold on. Look at it. Down at Just all. so you I can have a moment it, with it. Honestly, it gives us the fucking Please. shivers. Please. It gives it. me shivers. Please. You haven't made eye contact with me crackhead nail, and it needs a little bit of something. Oh, it's came off. Yeah. Well, that doesn't freak us out as much as when it's hanging just like leaning off. Uh, that. But do you think my nail bed's gone? Look how shaky I am. What do you mean? Your nail bed's gone? Of course it's not gone. Your nail bed's your nail bed. Yeah, but sometimes that can. The reason that doesn't grow back is because your nail bed's like damaged. No, I think it looks all right. Like that nail is just so high. Glenn had a toe that looked worse than that, and the nail grew back. Oh, fabulous. I'm going to take my nails off today just so they're all bare and I can move on. Yeah. But I feel so embarrassed. Like, I'm covering my hand. Like, take my strong hand. Like, imagine. I don't think there's any need to be embarrassed, but I would just be very careful. (laughs) 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 Anyway, so, 
Um, should we do some pits and peaks? Pits and peaks. Go on, I'm going to quickly start and just get them out of the way. So my pit of the week is that one, my head is just constantly pounding. and Have you had your blood pressure? Yes. Checked. But your head shouldn't be pounding. Kaylee, my head has been pounding since I've slipped out the womb. <laughs> you know why? Why? Yeah, tongue, tongue tie. tie. Um, Go and get your tongue snipped. Honestly, like, do you think you can, as an adult, get your tongue tied? I think you probably can. I just don't know how I feel about it. Like, what if your tongue just felt loose? <laughs> and like... <laughs> just flopping about your mouth? Uh-huh. You wouldn't know yourself. Your I, tongue well, would just feel like it was a big dog tongue. I know. I just, I don't know. I just don't know. Do you know what I'm thinking about doing? What? After I've knocked this kid out, <laughs> I think... She means birth, not attacked it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I'm not knocking out any of my children. <laughs> I mean, once I have gave birth to this baby, mm-hmm. um, I think I would like to go for like a full MOT, mm. like a full private like MRI health so. body check. Did you watch that on the Kardashians? Oh, yeah, I did actually. And Chris went and yeah. got... Yeah, that's what I want. Okay. A couple of grand? Got a couple of grand I, there? Well, I'm going to have to save it because I, I want it. Yeah. Because I'm getting to the point now as well, like with me headaches, like I just think they're really unnecessary and I'm just so jealous <laughs> of every person that doesn't really experience headaches. Do you wear glasses? Sometimes. Right, so that's going to help if you wear your glasses all the time. No, but there's a barely a prescription in them. Ha- when was like, the last time you got your glasses checked? Like a year and a bit ago. Like, there's barely, barely a prescription. The main thing in my glasses is the blue lens for, like, screen time. Right. So where are they? You're always on your phone. I feel like I'm your mum at this point telling you off. don't know. You know what, though? When I was driving here, I thought, mm, I should probably start wearing my glasses soon because I have been on laptops and stuff a lot lately. Um, That's a quick fix. Let's so try So, yeah, that. whatever. Do that. But, like, I'm just a walking, talking headache. That would really upset me. Like... And sometimes, like, Glenn will complain about a headache, like, once every three months. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. Like, you've, you've got a tiny little headache. Like, the headaches that I get are, are awful. Mm-hmm. Like, really awful. And obviously, I'm, I used to get really, really bad migraines when I was younger. Like, so much more than I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think they were linked with, like, hormones? I honestly have no idea. Did you ever track them? No. Mm. Oh, what, me headaches? Mm. Yeah, 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 because I had to do it for the doctors and stuff, and I had to, like, cut certain things out my diet, and, like, to see if anything triggered them, and I've been on all kinds of medications, I've been to the hospital, and they were going to do this and that and this, and then I never hear back from them, and, like, just a pain in the ass. Mm. Just a pain in the ass. Um, Now I just think, you know, I just wonder if... I just wonder. Right. First off, glasses. Right, glasses. Start wearing your glasses this week and see if that helps. Because it's not going to hinder. No. Well, but sometimes my glasses can be a bit tight. I'll be heading to his head. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> then go <laughs> and get some different glasses. I have got to be so careful with <coughs> my head, right? Like, Glenn goes mad at his. He'll fling a pair of socks or something and it'll bounce off my head. And I'll be like, Glenn, don't fling anything at my head. <laughs> and he's like, Lauren, for fuck's sake, it's a pair of socks. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, honestly, one wrong little knock to my head somewhere. And it's just game over. Aye. Yeah, glasses. And then go and get another checkup. And keep on at your midwife about your blood pressure. Well, no, I, t- I text my midwife saying text I'm reading. Text her? Yeah. Bestie's like... Well, no, she didn't text back. <laughs> <laughs> she texted us, right, to rearrange an appointment. And that's I so texted her back saying, that's absolutely fine, um, but I'm really struggling with headaches. My last pregnancy, I got put on a daily dose of aspirin. Is like, mm-hmm. can I do that again or would I need to speak to the GP? Blah, blah, nothing. So When's your next appointment? Not next week, the week after. Oh, it's too far away. Ring her. If she's not going to text to you, you can ring her whenever you want. But then I think, am I supposed to be ringing that number? I would. For anybody listening from the South, that was, I would. Yeah. Not, I would. In a very chav way. Chavy. Were you a chav as a kid? Yeah. I was. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but chavs then were a lot different to chavs now. Like chavs now, why do they all look like farmers with wellies on and like, like you're about to go and what's like shoot for rabbits down the lanes? What's this, Chav? Uh, is that just like my area? I, d- I don't really know. Like you'll see youngins. I was like Rockport, mm-hmm. Burghouse, hair in the tightest ponytail on the side of my head there. <laughs> like absolutely rotten. Did you have one of them little tiny curly fringes? No, can't no. have a fringe because of my widow's peak. Can you not? No. It just doesn't sit right. How would... It would be pointy, wouldn't it? Well, you not, because you would get it cut straight. But, like, it it separates. Oh, so you'd have, like, so, curtains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I've never understood that. Why it was so large. Aye. I was a sweaty at one point as well. I remember that. Were you? Yeah. No, I was not. So sweaty was a bit, like, emo-ish, but not as extreme. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, baggy jeans with chains on the jeans. How did you go from chav to sweaty? Because I just am who I am and I do what I want. She's a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. Right, anyway. Peak of the week. Pit of the week. Headaches. Oh, God, I were only on this. Peak of the week. I really struggle to think of peaks. Went to the farm yesterday. It was lovely. There you go. Um, Give us your phone. Why? I've sent oh, you sent me things. Because we're recording on my phone. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I need another week. Oh, wait. Are they... Uh... Mm-hmm. Thank you. Get off. I just put everything in there. So, um, <clears throat> my peak of the week was one of my dearest, closest friends oh. got married at the weekend. And... Oh yeah, she asked us to sing at our wedding. Can you give us a little a little line of cocaine? What? (laughs) (laughs) What What line? Keep it classy. Of the song? song? No. Just knock out a line of the song for us. No. Come on. No. Come on. Show everyone you. Oh, she's gonna do it. No, I'm not. Show everyone your singing voice. (laughs) No. Why? Because it's embarrassing. But I won't look. No, you will. I won't. I swear. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, just one line. No. Come on. <sighs> which line? Well, I, I don't know the song. <laughs> I do know which song it is, but I don't know all the words. But just whatever line. No, my heart's pounding. I've oh, got embarrassed. Come on. I can't. Kaylee. Let us tell you the crack first. So, <laughs> so brilliant. But when she asked us to sing, it was like, oh, now I can't just enjoy the day. I'm going to be like, worrying about making sure I don't fuck the day up because I was like I'll do it as long as it's in the ceremony so I can like not stress about it for the whole day because I have sang at one of I sang at my cousin's wedding and it was our first dance Uh and I just did not enjoy the day yeah it was awful but then thoroughly enjoyed the night when I could just relax a little bit yeah um so yeah but what she did was I thought it was going to be when she was signing the register, you know, on that little lull. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, 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 we want to watch as well. I was like, oh. So they did it as like a second reading. So one of our friends um, wrote a poem for them uh-huh. about their lives. And that was cute. And then they got, they did the I do's and all that stuff. And then at the second reading was me singing. And Mr. Laverick being Mr. Laverick had one job. One little tiny job was to just record the goddamn thing yeah just so that there was some sort of evidence to be like you did that for your friend and like other people don't have their phones out in the ceremony yeah. so i knew it wouldn't have been a big social thing um and i seen him get his phone out and as i started singing the phone went away and i was like what a twat something's happened either his batteries died Basically, he had no storage. So I was like, okay, well, it just wasn't meant to be shown anywhere. And that's cool because it was just a moment for them. But I was telling you beforehand, Rob's never heard us sing. So to him, he was like, and Nick, like, um, Nicola's got a lot of friends that are still in the industry. And yeah. I was like, why are you asking me, who's one, not in the industry anymore, and two, 
is not singing all of the time and she was like because you've always been my favorite voice and Aww. like i just want you but listen the podcast never heard you sing anyway <sighs> either i mean so just one line i'll send you did i send you the video i did didn't you what video of um only the good die young I did, man. I mean, I was going through videos last week. Me and Dale were looking through old videos and I came across one of me in a rehearsal and I'm singing there. And I was like, this is a good one. And an well, if you did, I think, oh, you did. And obviously... She I just, just fucking ignored us. Oh, two seconds, two seconds. You sent me this at 11.33pm. <laughs> Sorry, but I am fast asleep at 11.33 p.m. So if I pick up this message the next day, I'll probably just, like, look at it and do You can that play that. But I'm just going to skip through it. So is this you? Here we go. Yes. Yes, I will. As long as it's in okay. the ceremony. Okay. And we don't ask still to record what it. What about what? Will you? Can I walk <coughs> down the aisle? Yeah. For you singing? Yeah, I'd Great. love that. But pass your phone back. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, peak was the wedding. Um, I did have still my dodgy foot, but that meant I had to go and get a whole new outfit. Because for the wedding? Because I had an outfit that could only be worn with a short girl in heels because there was a lot of fabric. And because I'm short, it just was on the floor. Mm -hmm. But the funniest part, it wasn't funny, but my mother-in-law, you know, she loves ironing. So Thursday, she's like, right, let me steam your stuff. Dale, get a um, suit out. Kale, get your dress. I give him my dress, mm -hmm. and this was her face. <laughs> like, and I went, what is wrong? She was like, that does not fit you. And I was like, well, it does. She was like, Kale. You're an absolute midget. That would fit me. She's like five eight, five nine, And I was like, well, it did fit. And I was like, oh, but I had heels on. She went, oh, give us it. And she put it on. She went, this is awful. So she's put it on. It fit <laughs> her like perfectly for the length. She was like, this is awful. I was like, Lou, that is fucking awful. Like, I like that dress. Anyway, the next day, I took myself to Next with the kids. And I was like, we've got one objective here, guys. Find mammy an outfit. So Dale was like, just get anything that makes you feel good because I was a bit sad. Not about the dress being minging, but me foot. Uh -huh. So I got a new dress, which I absolutely loved. Then I got some new flat sandals, which went with the dress, a fascinator and a handbag. Oh, Smashing life. Right. How do I get out? Here's your face. There she is. So the funniest part about the singing... Right, so I sat down next to Dale afterwards. Everyone's clapping. There was this lovely woman who kept on trying to catch me eye across the aisle, and she was like, just kept doing this. And I looked at her and she went, incredible. Aww. And I was like, thank you. Anyway, lovely comments. But Dale turned to me. He was like, you were nervous, weren't you? I was of like, course of course I was nervous. And he I was think like, always be nervous singing in front of anyone, it, no matter who they are. Probably even more nervous singing in front of. Well, that was the thing. Like, being in that small, intimate space mm -hmm. where they've asked you to do something uh -huh. that means something. Um, I'd rather sing in front of 10,000 people who I didn't know and couldn't see. Yeah. Whereas, I can see everybody in there. But, oh, this fucking phone. But, I sat next to Dale. He was like, Are you, ner you were nervous. Da, da, da. And he put his arm around us and he was like, good lass, whatever. It was good. And then I turned to him and said something. And he went, fucking hell. Death breath. <laughs> Wow. What? And he was like, you need a chewy. I was like, it must be the adrenaline. <laughs> what, adrenaline coming out of your breath? <laughs> out of my breath. So then the rest of the ceremony, I'm sat there going, well, people's clearly going to be like, well done, like congratulations. After the ceremony, and I smell like a farmer's ass. Like, that's not helpful to say at this moment. Like, 
say it when I can do something about it. Yeah. And he was like, well, you'd much prefer us to tell you. I was like, yes, when I can do something about it. I was like, have you got any chewy? He was like, no. <laughs> oh, well, fuck's sake. So I had death breath. Hilarious. So just using Lauren's face to get in. Um, oh, another funny thing. Dale was absolutely mortal because he only knew Nicola and Rob. Yeah. Didn't know anybody else, so yeah. he was just the ming- he was mingling with everybody. Uh-huh. He was that boy about town. But have you ever been to a wedding where it's an open bar? No. You didn't pay for one drink. Really? It was all paid incredible. by them. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. We even had some alcohol in the car. You know that well, everybody does when you in go to a wedding. <laughs> in a gift bag. Oh my. In a gift bag. Um, and I was like, should we go to the car? And he was like, it's a free bar. I was like, what? He's like, it's a free bar. So he just went his fucking length. Like, hilarious. So drunk, so hungover yesterday. Um, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm just reading stuff. Um, oh, my favourite quote of Dale Laverick this week. When you start farting, my tail goes inside of itself. You're disgusting. Yeah. I really don't have an issue with farting. I don't either. It really offends me that he's yeah. offended by me yeah. farting. Same, I understand. Because I've always farted. Same. There was me mama, my grandma, who died. God bless her soul. Um, big mama. Uh, she used to say, our Kaylee will fart in front of the queen. Like, you know, when we were kids. Because I literally just had to fart everywhere. Anyway, he gets offended by it and... His mm. tail shrinks. Glenn doesn't like it either. Glenn, like, even the mention of a fart makes him just want to stop, just shut down. <laughs> but, like, it's fine for him to fart. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's, like, really funny if he cupcakes me or something. But, God, I'd do it back. Please do it back. Hell. Hell on earth. Oh, shall I tell you something funny that Freddie said this week? Then. So, Freddie has never, ever swore. Uh-huh. Never had them conversations. We w- when we went shopping for this for the emergency outfit, we walked into Dunelm because uh-huh. Eva needed a new bed cover. Um, walked in and just randomly walked through the doors and Freddie said, Ma'am, is fuck and feck a naughty word? And I was like, yes. Please don't say that again. So fuck is a naughty word. I was like, yes. Please stop saying it, but really loud he was saying it. And I say, so please stop saying it. So, feck is definitely a naughty word. I went, Freddy, fucking feck are both naughty words. We need to not say that. We need to move on. Why is feck a naughty word? Well, when you're five, you don't want your son saying, oh, for feck's sake. Yeah, right, yeah. And and he was going, yeah, yeah, mammy, but I just want to make sure that fucking feck, I was like, you are. testing the boundaries. Taking the piss. I didn't say that clearly. Um, and then he said, well, what am I meant to say if, I, if I'm frustrated? I said, because we, even though we both swear like troopers, we don't actually swear in front of the yeah. kids. Like, I know it did me no harm, like the amount of swearing that I heard as a child. But like, just don't want, I don't want that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Fred, what do you mean when you're frustrated? Like, when are you frustrated? So he must have been watching something on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and he went, I've got one, Mammy. I'll just say... Yeah, no, don't say that either. <laughs> that no, because that means... Because like that means fuck. But in Freddie's language. So we just don't say anything. And he was like... Say, right. oh no. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh crumbs. <laughs> Golly oh, gosh. Shoot. God. Um, I always remember the first time that I said a swear word. Do you? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was like the first time, but it was the first time that I'd said one in front of me. Mom, me mum went mad, right? So I can't remember what I was doing, but there was a photo of my sister when she was quite a bit younger. And I think like, you know, um, the dressed a little bit different back then. And I remember saying to me mom, <laughs> she looks like a twat. <laughs> 
And my mum just shouted at it straight away. And I just thought that twat was the same as twit. Right. So I thought I was just saying my sister looked like twit. Um, but I, you I found out on that day that you I learned. found out on that day that twat was a very naughty word. And that's that. What do you think twat is? Twat? Mm-hmm. What, like, what it is? is yeah, like, in my head, I used to use... Like, when we were younger, twat was your fanny. You never, ever called your vagina your twat. <laughs> not once, Kaylee. I refuse to believe... No, not I refuse me. to believe that anybody calls their vagina a twat. Did you never, when you... No, like, I've, I'd, I've I heard the heard. lads say it when you were... I've around heard the street that like you know it can be referred to your twat but like nobody calls their vagina a twat <laughs> i thought don't people say that a twat's a pregnant fish is it i think so i think that's like officially what a twat is google i don't i don't know what's other names for your is vagina is twat a pregnant fish i don't know how to respond to that <laughs> Two seconds, I'll just actually type, we'll type it, it in. Girl. Lazy cow. Uh, what's other words like while you're doing that? Rat. Oh, man. Um, pussy. <laughs> I was just going to say, but pussy makes us feel sick. If Glenn was like, oh, pussy. I'd, I'd vomit. <laughs> I would vomit. Oh. <gasps> Twat is found in the Oxford English Dictionary and is still listed as a term for a female goldfish with egg development. Mm. There you go then. Thank you. Pregnant goldfish. Do eggs not, do fish not just lay, lay eggs? I don't know. Oh, this is not the podcast for that content. You know when we've just had a bit of a plan for content? What the fucking hell was the point? 37 minutes. 37 minutes <laughs> chatting absolute <laughs> shite. No, anyway, should we get on to the topic of the week? Because yes, there was actually going to be a topic this yes, week. And all because we got a message off a lovely listener. And then we Anonymous. thought, oh, actually, you know what? Let's divulge on that. So we got a message off someone that said, Hi, girls. I've started listening to the podcast from the beginning. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I know. Started right. listening to the podcast from the beginning. Lauren, you mentioned being in a toxic relationship. Mm. I think I might be in one. Can you tell us a bit more about it and how you got out of it? <laughs> juicy. <laughs> juicy, juicy, juicy. Ooh. I feel like we must have all been in that one relationship, right? Where when you finally come out of it, you look back and you think... What the fuck was I doing? I think I'm in that one now. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like, I look back on that bit of my life and I just think, what the fuck? Like, what? Do you want to divulge a little bit? Like, I want to divulge, but I don't want to divulge too much because I don't want to, you know, just in case anyone that listens knows the person and mm-hmm. yeah so i don't want to make it too obvious who i'm talking about even though everybody who knows me will know um but so i was once in in a relationship for i, d- I can't even remember how long we were together maybe two three years and honestly like i became a shell mm. of myself like, when I look back now, I just think, what on earth was I doing? Like, what on earth was I playing at? Like, was it your first proper boyfriend? No. Mm. No. It wasn't. It's like, unusual. It, you know, it was a, I was a few in at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was weathered. <laughs> I, was a, I was a few. Look at the way I'm sitting, by the way. <laughs> My legs are like that. Um, But I'm comfortable. So, yeah, so I was a few in, you know. And I don't know. It it just had, basically, I do think he was was a bit of a narcissist. Mm -hmm. And 
I also think he was extremely insecure and it was just hard work, hard work. Like at this, so throughout this relationship, I deleted my Twitter, deleted Facebook, deleted Snapchat, deleted WhatsApp, all because they just weren't worth having an argument with with him over. What the fuck? It's mental. Like honestly, what were the people around you saying at this time? Or, well, or did you detach from them because you knew? I kind of I detached from them a little bit, not loads, but like I would make up I would make up a lie. Oh, my phone hasn't got enough storage. I would never say he would physically fucking like argue until he's blue in the face with me over a certain app on my phone. That it was just it was just so much easier to delete it. So sad. It is. That is so because sad. Because the amount of people that are still in them relationships. Yeah. Because why do you think you stayed? Because at the time, I was fucking obsessed with him. And the only thing at the time that I wanted was this person to want and love me. So do you think that was your insecurities of thinking that you didn't or deserve anything else i don't know because if this situation occurred now i know there's not a fucking cat in hell's chance you would allow that sort of behavior absolutely not absolutely not so it must have been drawn from an insecurity like the relationships that i had before that like i was so confident and so, like, secure and so chilled. Like, I did not have, like, a psychotic bone in my body. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't know if that bit's true, but. <laughs> 99% not psycho. Um, you know, we've all got that little smidge, like me just tweeting Glenn's football team. Um, but, like,. This relationship that I was in for this period of time, like I became a bit of a psychopath, mm. but it's because my psycho had to match his psycho. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I had to match his energy, mm-hmm. and it was hard work. Yeah, it was exhausting, and we like we argued so much. I got finished every weekend, and it was the fucking end of the world every time it happened. Like. I, d- I don't know why I'd put myself through it. Mm. Obviously, because I was young. Younger. I was younger. younger. Like, <clears throat> and I don't know, like, I don't know, but honestly, so, some of the things, when I look back, I just think, oh, mental. Mm. He would cause the biggest argument with me, right, if I couldn't tell what body part he had tra- trained in the gym. Shut your mouth. Swear that's down. just really sad on him as well, though. No, that's he is what, when I look back now, I am like, obviously, well. he was mm-hmm. very insecure. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he's not anymore. Mm. <laughs> but luckily, I've never had it. When I was a teenager, yes. Like... That's it felt people. like it felt like a teenage relationship. Mm. Like, you know, the ones that they just they're just literally like the be all and end all, like something happens, it's the end mm-hmm. of uh, like the universe has came shattering down around you. So how did you get out of it? So he used to finish his ev- every weekend, like pretty much every weekend. And then we would get back together. Um, and he finished me this one weekend. Um, and then he went and had sex with a girl that he worked with that he told me not to worry about. Um, and devastated. My world fell down 
came tumbling down around me. And then it was like something just switched inside of us. Like something just switched and I stopped caring. Mm. Totally stopped caring. So really I didn't come out of this through like some realisation of, oh my God, I am being treated really badly here. Um, He actually ended it and shagged someone else. But after about two months, he wanted to get back together. Mm-hmm. And this was the point where like, I was just, I was just like over it. But then there was that little cycle in me that thought, okay, I'm going to make your life hell. So then we got back together and I just thought, I am literally, I am going to do all of the things that you never wanted me to do, that you held me back from doing. Like, I'm fucking going out all the time. I am going on holiday to Ibiza with all the girls and you are going to sit at home and you are going to fucking sweat. (laughs) And that's what happened. And then we basically just ended. Like, no one really finished anyone. We just stopped talking and ended and, yeah. And then for months and months after that, it was, this person has added you on Snapchat. This person has added you on this. This person has unfollowed you. This person has followed you again. Like, just very, very toxic, very awful, awful behavior. Mm. And it does, it, it takes you to come out of it, I think, to realize how bad it was. Like, I remember, like, I would post uh fought one instagram and like i would have me collarbone out love a collarbone same and he would kick off like kick off about being slutty i look like a slag i look like this that this to the point where i would obviously have to delete the photo because i wouldn't hear the end of it and i always remember this one time when i had one of my friends makeup artist and you know, years ago, people weren't really, like, into makeup and stuff. When we went out, no one was getting the makeup done to go out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I didn't really wear a lot of makeup or anything. And I remember when this friend was, like, a proper makeup artist. Um, we all went to one of my friend's houses. And we sat and we had a makeup lesson. So there was a few of us that sat in front of this big, long mirror. And the makeup artist was like, right, and do this and blend and do this and blend and blah, 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 blah. I looked fucking stunning. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> stunning and I remember obviously uploading a photo of the group of us with the with all of our makeup done oh my god got finished got finished because who am I posting that photo for so immature exactly mm-hmm. exactly like I'd po- I posted a photo in my pyjamas once and yes, there were short shorts and it was a, a crop top, but still me pyjamas. And I mean, I'm not like, I haven't got any big tits or anything to show off. So it was just a bit of like upper average at the time when I used to have some. Upper average? Upper average. <laughs> and did not hear the end of it. Like, who are you posting that for? You look like a slag, you're this, you're that. Like, I was just like, oh my God. Like, honestly, least slaggiest, sluttiest person on the planet just getting called a slag constantly. Hmm. So, how do... So, I think it's different. Not different, but it's much harder to leave something when you've got kids. Oh, yeah, 100%. Fuck me. Thank God I did not have babies. So, like, how... So, if there's anybody out there listening and they're going, fuck, I'm there now and I've, I'm two kids in, I don't know how... I don't know how... You could even begin. I don't know. I feel like everyone, no matter like what the situation is, like how you're getting treated or like what the the problem is, I feel like everyone has got the limit mm-hmm. of what they'll take. And like obviously some people will take a lot mm-hmm. and a lot and a lot and a lot because usually when you're in a toxic, rela- like a really toxic relationship, like when it's good, it's fucking brilliant. Mm. And when and it's you crave bad, them moments. Yeah, and when it's bad, it is awful. Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't know, I suppose you've just got to reach your limit. <laughs> like, and that's that. You've got to learn the lesson on your own as well. Like, it doesn't matter how many people tell you or what people say, like, you will not give a shit mm-hmm. until 
you've reached your limit and you see it all for yourself. So as a friend, and you know your friend's going through this shit, would you take, personally, through experience, I would take a step away from giving advice and support. I'd always be there. But there's been so many times that I'll have gone on the ends about something and then nothing's actually changed. Yeah. And then they're more put out with you for speaking your mind and trying to protect them. And they fall out with you a little bit. Yeah. But it's you that haven't done anything. So I think you've like you've always got to be careful in situations like that because, yeah, you, do, you don't want to put that distance between you and that friend so much that they then feel like they can't mm-hmm. talk to you. Obviously, because I, I have been that person mm-hmm. I think it's very important to only give advice when you've been asked for it so mm. if that person is coming to you and saying this 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 like what do you think what should I do then give you advice I wouldn't have your input like constantly mm-hmm. because I feel like you're just wasting your breath I feel like that with not just toxic relationship stuff. Sometimes I just want a vent. Yeah. And I've got friends that just want to fix. Yeah. So some of them friends I, I've stopped yeah. venting to because I'm like, I don't actually need your opinion at this you moment. Want, like, yeah, I know yeah, yeah. what I need to do, but I just need a vent. I need a safe space where I can just be heard and be pushed for more information. Yeah. So if it's like, this has happened, this has happened, and then what? Yeah. Okay, let your friend have her moment of this is shit and I just need to get it out. Yeah. But I don't need you to fix it. Yeah. And I think sometimes you don't need the advice mm-hmm. and you don't need the judgment. Mm-hmm. And you, you do just, just need, need that safe yeah, space. You need the space to vent and let it all out. Because sometimes I feel like when you talk about things as well, you kind of end up solving your own mm. problems. And like you've just said, it needs, no matter what anybody says, it needs to come from you. Oh, 100%. So if you are that sounding board for a friend or a family member, they're going to figure it out themselves. Yeah. Just be there for them. Yeah. And don't give them ultimatums. Don't yeah, give don't them, give them time, time schedules. Don't, don't give, uh-huh. Just uh-huh. be there and accept. And, but then, sorry, if you can't be there for them on the on the surface on the level that they require you to be, just be honest about that as well. Yeah. I can't continue this conversation because we are going round in a circle. Yeah. So I am here for you, but unfortunately, this conversation needs to stop or something needs to happen because yeah. I can't keep like reiterating can't, can't the same thing. I can't talk about the same situation over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I agree. a job as a friend... A true friend is to be there through the shit parts. Yeah. So uh, that thing of just be the sounding board. Mm -hmm. Because if they're phoning you for advice and you're like, I've said this 15 times. Like, I can't give you any more advice. Mm -hmm. Maybe start from that sound point. Like, I'm here for you, but I ain't got nothing else in the tank. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, especially when you're, I know I've talked about this briefly, but like me and Dale in that first year of Eva, and I don't, the only reason we got through is because we had separate therapists. Mm-hmm. Like we were working on ourselves. And I still do think we need to have some therapy together. Um, but the amount of times that I would be sat on right move looking for houses, like working out how on earth, if we separated, what would we do? Yeah. But then going, but I know we're going to come back together. Like that first year of that change between, well, it wasn't the first child with us. It was the second because of the trauma. But like that first year of a baby is so hard that I think any big life changes that you make, as in there's so many people break up in that first year because of the sleep deprived, the like... On tender hooks because everything is heightened. I think you do deserve to put that relationship, give it a little bit more leeway than. But if they are toxic or controlling or 
I think that heightens in that first year as well. Whatever you were pre-mum or pre-dad, I think everything ramps up when you're sleep deprived and you're emotional about this extra human. Yeah. I honestly, I, I can't imagine being in a relationship like that ever mm. again. Mm-hmm. And it is just something that I would never tolerate again like I would just never ever I would never let anyone speak to me the way that he used to speak to us mm. I would never ever let anyone like hold us back tell us what to do like make me like come into my I just wouldn't that's it. I just absolutely wouldn't mm. I remember I used to listen to this song by Katy Perry and it's called Pearl right and sometimes if I still hear it now I just think back to it and I think fuck me it's a brilliant song if anyone's in a very toxic relationship and feels like a shell of themselves. Listen to it. Good God. I'm going to be crying. No, Listen to a little pearl. Like empowered. Aye. Um, the only time I've ever been in the, like, really weird was when in my Chavy days. Uh-huh. So before Dale, before moving to London, I had a long-term boyfriend from like 15 to 20. Uh-huh. And he was just the nicest guy. But before that, this chav, gorgeous lad. When I got with this guy, he came to the house party. So the ex-boyfriend came to the house party and was trying to get in to get the new boyfriend. But the new boyfriend was just so sweet. Anyway, him and all his cronies decided to... basically smash every single window in this house that we were at. It wasn't the boyfriend's house or my house. And it was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was the weirdest situation. But that was when I was, like, a teenager. I was going to say, it's like kids, isn't it? Like, kids are awful. Isn't that mad? Yeah, awful. And poor parents. And I know, the parents of the Um, house that we were in. Oh, mad. Absolute madness. Weirdos. So, how do you, <laughs> we, need a, we need to pick my it en- up. My energy has been dripping. I mean, I didn't even really get into it because, God, there's some stories. But do you not want to share any? I don't know. It's not needed, is it? I don't think it's needed. It was just a very, just awful, awful relationship. Mm. God bless Glenn got a good now mm. <laughs> should I tell you the story about Saturday on the wedding because I was thinking about right move again on Saturday before the wedding <laughs> because right because I'm the default parent because mm-hmm. of you know I am um, he we have these arguments about um, who has the lie in on a weekend <laughs> Right. I got the lion this morning. I only really get a lion once a week. <sighs> Lauren, it's not even a lion. I don't get a fucking lion. Do you know, do you, no, two seconds. The lion's normally six o'clock. Do you want to know what happened this morning, right? So this morning was Glenn's turn to get up, mm-hmm. right? Glenn, he might get up maybe once a week. And I don't mind because I just wake up naturally anyway. Like, I, I, I wake up. Mm-hmm. But today was my turn to stay in bed. But obviously, it's me that he is orcs on the monitor. So then I have to prod Glenn and be like, Glenn... I don't believe that they're not listening. He's awake. No, he just knows that I'm there. So mm-hmm. he just he just dies in his sleep mm-hmm. because he knows that I'm there. Mm-hmm. But if I wasn't there, he'd hear it and he'd be up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I have to prod him and say, Glenn, get up. Oaks is away. So but anyway. then does Oaks ask for you because Eva does that? No, no mummy, I want mummy. And Dale comes in and no, goes, she he wants doesn't you. Actually, I think he's actually buzzing when Glenn gets up with him. <laughs> um, so anyway, so. Glenn got up, put clothes on, and I said, turn the monitor off. So he turned the monitor off. And then I heard, like, obviously he walked out of the bedroom, and I could still hear Oaks, like, shouting in the next room. So I was like, what's he doing? Where have you gone? Where's Glenn gone? So I was, like, listening for a bit, and I thought, where's he gone? I'm going to have to get up. I'm going to have to get up in a sec. So anyway, I quickly grabbed my phone, and I text Glenn saying, where are you? Then anyway, comes running back up the stairs and he and I went where have you been and he went I went downstairs to put Oaks's bottle in and I just remembered that he doesn't have a bottle when you text us 
is that when was the last time you got up with our son? Is that how long it's been since you've got up with our son? Like, he literally hasn't had a morning bottle for months. Months. So then when I finally got up, I went downstairs and there's just a bottle in the fridge for tonight. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so Saturday, um, Friday night, I said, look, tomorrow morning's going to be mental. I need a little bit of support. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to be like, oh, it's my lying. Like, I'm going to have to pack all the kids' and stuff because yeah. they're sleeping out. I want to do my hair and my makeup. Get up. You're mm-hmm. going to have to help. I want to do my hair and makeup for the wedding so that when we get to the venue, which is in Northumberland, I just need to put my dress on. Uh-huh. We need to do a sound check when we're at the venue. So we had to set off like an hour and a half earlier. Um, and I just don't want to be stressed. Yeah. Doing all the breakfast, doing uh-huh. all that oh. stuff. Jesus. So I said, uh, I need your support. Yeah, you've got it. Absolutely. Bear in mind, that was my wedding anniversary that he went out for and got back in at six o'clock tipsy. Oh, fuming. Um, no, oh, 6 p.m. Um, so, woke up the next day and he was like, I'm ill. I was like, pardon? He was like, I've got the flu. I was like, where the fuck has that come from? I was like, you can't be absolutely fine one day. You must have known that you were starting to get poorly. He's like, I didn't. Can you get some tablets? I need to go to bed. Oh, I was like, no. you, you, goldfish pregnant twat <laughs> like you, you pregnant pre- goldfish <laughs> you needed i needed you and you agreed yeah so then all morning i'm like well you're not going to the wedding if you like this i'm not having you pooly coughing spluttering on people and he was like just give us an hour and i was like <sighs> so then i'm having to do everything i was raging i, I was like i just wanted to just get ready and like so I'm I'm curling my hair in the kitchen, putting toast on. I'm putting it like I I didn't do my makeup and yeah. finish my hair in the house. I just thought I'll have to do it up there. Um, and then twenty past nine, I was putting the kids in bed, and he strolled out because I thought I'm not waiting you up. Like I'm leaving at half past nine, at by twenty past so I can get to the grandparents at half past. And he strolled out. He's like, "What time are we leaving?" I said, "I'm not having this conversation. You're not coming." I was like, "I'll pay for your meal." And he was like, I am coming. I was like, I am about to scream. And he was like, just come and pick me back up. So he he must have lied. Because then all of a sudden, he's the boy about town. He's getting on with everybody. I was like, the fuck all wrong with you, you manipulating bastard. So, yeah, I left him three times on Saturday morning in my own head in my own head i, I was, was moving like, out i was, I was moving getting out. the child maintenance requests in. oh I'd, I'd, uh, it's hard being in a relationship because i honestly think i would be happier without him sometimes but i am addicted to him and he knows he knows what you're addicted to the dick, the dick. no just he's like I finished the sentence. He knows that I'll be mad for an hour. Yeah. Then I'll. He got in the car when I went back to pick him up. We were going down the A19. We probably driving past your house 10, 15 minutes down the road. And he put his hand on my knee. And I went, oh. And I thought, you stupid cow. You've been. You've ruined your own morning. And I was like, you bastard. Sometimes, isn't it? It's so hard, right? Because. Obviously, when you are in a relationship and you're living with someone and you've got kids with someone, obviously, like, it should be 50-50, but it's just it's not, not, is it? Like, realistically, it is not. But it's so hard to try and get that person to help out, pull their weight, without nagging, threatening. Like, mm-hmm. isn't it just hard? Mm-hmm. But then... The nagging thing really nags me because uh-huh. I'm like, I don't nag. I just tell you, the th- I highlight the things that you haven't done. So I shouldn't nag, but you should do them things anyway. Yeah. So the nagging wouldn't happen if you just went and put the bin out. Like I shouldn't have to tell you your one job in this house is the bins. Uh-huh. Look after the bins. So just, oh, I'm just picking up shit after him. Like, 
I shouldn't have to do them things. Do you know what I've started to do? So, like, obviously, I'll do all the washing. I hang the washing out. I bring the washing in. I put the washing in the washing basket to carry it up the stairs. I get, I put all the washing away. But it gets to the point where I'm like, I am not putting Glenn's washing away. Mm-hmm. Like, he can hang I his don't. own washing up. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, the, a little pile of washing will stay there for a while, and I just keep flinging it in the bottom of the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. So, then he's like, Lauren, where's this? And I'm like, if you check the pile in the bottom of the wardrobe. Because I'm not fucking hanging it up. Mm-mm. And then sometimes he'll like, I'm not an ironer. Mm-hmm. We know this. I am, I'm not an ironer. I'm you were never going to catch me standing ironing like it is. I don't have the time. I don't have the patience. I'm just not doing it. If I desperately need, if something's creased, I'll give it a quick steam. If the creases don't drop out, I'll probably just never wear it again. <laughs> um. <laughs> or I'll beg my mother. But anyway, so obviously Glenn's, fireman uniform has got to be like pristine you know it's got to be in good condition and it's not usually with my washing and thingy and and he'll say something about it sometimes and i'm like say it again say it again do your own fucking washing fucking iron it fucking say it again was you cheeky twat (laughs) (laughs) honestly it's start it is so hard to find the balance it is hard to find a balance but dale just knows he knows that like i don't know if you believe in stuff like this but like i know that he's in every life i've ever had he has always been my soulmate like i was meant to meet him and i was meant to learn from him and him me oh i do we need to go and see a past life regression hypnosis wifey that's how I feel about it. Stop yawning. Um, but I think also having that already in my head, I'm like, does he know he can get away with a lot more? Because he knows how much, like, I just adore him. But I know he adores me as well. But he fucking pisses. Did you see my anniversary card that I finally got today? No. Happy anniversary. Um, I'll always be here to piss you off or something oh, like great. that. Thank and it was you. It was two old, like, Barbies. Fantastic. <laughs> and, oh, he's just, he is the best dad and he provides so much for us. But there's just sometimes I'm like, just get up. Aye. Support me in my Especially little moments. When like two kids as well. I keep saying to Glenn, oh, you, you just keep enjoying these little lions you keep getting because when there's two, you never have one. Mm-mm. Like, I am, I'm not getting up with two children alone. If, if you're in and I don't have to, like, you, you'll be getting up. My best friend, Tash, who's just had a third, but she's got them quite spaced out. She, she rang us a couple of months ago. It was probably when the baby was a month. And she was like, how, how did you do this? And I was like, what? She was like, doing all of this yourself? I was like, oh, you get it now. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's so hard being that default parent. Like, yeah. But yeah, he's just got his fucking hooked. I need to detox. <laughs> I need to deal detox. Oh, man. No, I think I've gone in on him there, and I, I really don't want anybody thinking, oh, Kaylee's. In a toxic relationship. Kaylee's in a bad relationship. (laughs) Kaylee needs to come out of this relationship. No, he's literally... The only person that... Because I'm so strong, and I'm always the one that fixes everything for everybody, and I still am, but he's the only man that I've ever been with that I feel like I can relax. Yeah. And I don't need... Like, he will protect me. Like, and I don't have to worry about anything do you know what I mean like because you're that strong independent woman around him I'm like I can be just softer and know that if I'm anywhere he'll protect me and I love that what you're smiling I was just I was just trying to think of situations in my head where I would need Glenn to protect me but I just I think it would be the other way around the other way around (laughs) I was going to say, like, me, like, standing in front of the hairspray and that so he didn't get set on fire, but <laughs> he doesn't use that much anymore. Oh, man. No. So, 
if you are in something that's just feeling a little bit not right or if you've experienced it and you've got some good stories about these toxic little men or women or women yeah women there's some toxic women out there fuck me some toxic women then let us know yes please get involved get involved so yeah we can't help you in any way just just get involved <laughs> just share share the lord i always find if you share the lord it uh, makes it easier so i recommend a very good book huh. it which was recommended to me at the time which i honestly think changed my life which is it's called why men love bitches <laughs> it's actually it's really fucking good it's really good I honestly, I read the first chapter. One of my friends said, Lauren, you must read this book right now. I can see how heartbroken you are. Read this book. I read the first chapter and I thought, oh my God. Epiphany. Yeah. It's when the switch switched. So what's it called? Why Men Love Bitches. Okay, there we are. We've waffled on. We have. We've waffled and waffled again. Um, So, Miss Lauren... Thank you very much. And uh, I'll see you soon. Okay, bye. That's not how you end this podcast. Yes, you will. (laughs)